Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, tell your boy Sloppy Poppy over here what you're talking about this week, brother. Gross. Ryan, I have some follow-up information on the Gabby Petito and Brian laundry story and a serial killer in Kenya? Oh, wow. What about you, Ryan? Tyler, this week I talk about the evolution of monogamy part two, and for the first time ever, I invite the government to get more involved with my life. Okay. But as always, we try to be delicate with these things. I got news for you, black people. Whoa. You are totally right. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. You, all brought, right. you brought it back. Hear me out. You brought it Hear back. Hear me out. And I know it's never great to just directly address a race, but I am going to give black people some insider info, some insider trading from a white person. Can I say this? I think you're allowed to say it, but there might be a mob that shows up on our front door with Tiki torches, I think they're doing these days. I don't ah, know. Ah, yes, yeah. yes. You know those tiki torches. Tuck in your polos, neo-Nazis, because I am going to be honest, and here's what it is. Uh-huh. Where black people worry that there is a casual racism amongst white people behind their backs, mm-hmm. it is totally true, bro. And I'm not saying this for a joke, and I'm very afraid that our cold open, which is the very beginning of the show right here, is going to be not funny two weeks in a row. But last night, we generally don't do stories here, but last night... You and I were both at the bar, and I had a customer who I've known for a little while do that reference to black people by pointing to their skin. Yeah. And here's the point that I'm making, okay? I'm not just bringing this up to be gratuitous. It's just the casual racism that people assume you're just going to be okay with Mm -hmm. that blows me away. What makes you think that this is okay? And I don't want to be social justice warrior or whatever name they assign to somebody looking to stir it up. Liberal traitor is what we're looking for, Ryan. Race baiter Ginsburg. (laughs) But the fact of the matter is, is that that just, man, that hurts me, man. Uh, Was this, and not that this writes it off or or is um, me condoning it in any way, but was this person... A older generation? Sure. Yeah. Older older than me. I mean, that's an explanation, not an excuse. That's for sure. For sure. And it's it's far more- A Cubano? Far more prominent in certain cultures, Cuban- Do you uh, think so? Oh, in certain cultures. In certain cultures, I thought we were talking about age groups. Um, Uh, Forgive me. But I think it's also more common in uh, older age groups because it was more appropriate back in their day. Yeah. Well, let's not say appropriate. It was not as socially unacceptable as it is now. Man, I think Jim Crow ended in like the 60s, the 50s. It wasn't that long ago when racism was not only uh, accepted, it was going strong. American apartheid. American apartheid. (laughs) I got it on the second one, Tyler. Uh, Yeah, and, and, um, and it's not like this was hundreds of years ago. This shit, our grandparents grew up during a time of... I think slavery was still going on when they were born. Sure. Thanks a lot, Ani. <laughs> and I think we've mentioned it on the show before where our grandmother, God rest her soul, oh. whom I loved, oh. who grew up in Kentucky, mm-hmm. not as culturally diverse of a melting pot as you would think. Well, it's just different variations of white. <laughs> yes. She's a mother of Pearl, Tyler. My mom's name is Pearl. 
But the fact of the matter is, is we were at a garage sale one time when I was nine. Hosting a garage sale. We were hosting a garage sale. And she very, not in a mean way, instructed me to go ask the colored lady if she wanted the quilt. And I remember being nine years old and going, what? (laughs) I'm going to need you to go back inside. You've been canceled. I don't even know what that means yet. It's 1988. So I'm not sure, but you got to go in. Annie. And we have to retroactively cancel yeah, her. Yeah, even, we though gotta she, go, even though she's dead. We got to go dig her up and <laughs> shake a finger at her, Tyler. <laughs> so here's the deal. I think, and I don't even know what the point of this is. It's just something that happened. And I wanted to talk about it. And I don't know what the answer is. Is it just education? Is this always going to be a part of society? Bro, don't do it to me. I'm telling you don't do it to me because I... I don't know if this is right or not, but I now like this person less. Like your ignorance yeah. and your willingness to share it with me hurts me for you. I I, I don't like hate this person or whatever. No, no. I just think less of you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and just to feel bad for this person. Because I think the ignorance it shows the not, ignorance. Not That's only, what it is. Not only are you willing to accept that as as fact. It's also the fact that you are so ignorant and thinking it's yeah. okay to share with anybody. You don't know it's wrong. And that is, I don't want to say the ultimate crime because you're racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's worse. When it comes to fixing society, my name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. And we are those guys you hate. Salutations, my Haitians, and welcome to the audio equivalent of a wet sock. To my left, my little power bottom, Mr. Tyler Menendez. Tyler, how you been powering, brother? The sock wasn't wet when I was given it. Ah. I'm a dainty top. I nah, don't know you're where not that, a dainty top. I, I, yeah, and that sock is just standing up in the corner waving at me, Tyler. You're going to cut somebody's foot. It's saluting. <laughs> Why does everybody go for the sock? Why? What's up with the sock? Is uh, it because it fits over the penis? I, I think that's what it is. You put you could put a little sock on it. Before we got the banana hammock, mm. before technology evolved to where we are now, <laughs> I think you just did a sock over the Johnson. They've had incredible breakthroughs in G-string technology. It's unbelievable. I have never put a sock on my dick a la Red Hot Chili Peckers, Tyler. No, neither have I. Okay. On today's show, we put the man in monogamy. And later on today's show, our good story for GBI is um, not that good. Oh, okay. Well, a little something to look forward to. Drugs, Ryan. I just realized there is no man in monogamy. It's mono. Mm. We give monogamy mono on today's show. Tyler, (laughs) welcome back, brother. Oh, the kissing disease. I see Mm. what you did there. Mm -hmm. It's weird Mm. that you did it to my anus. All right. Let's let's everybody everybody calm down. I like the guy who just makes the anus joke, says everybody needs to calm down. Everybody needs to chill, Tyler. Uh, That's the lowest common denominator, and you know it. Yep. Um, Yep. Sorry about that, ladies. You hit rock bottom. This week on this show, I'm going to try out something different on Primetime Baby. Let's talk about the show. Narcissism Corner. Now, you can't be trusted with that, Bell. Now, Tyler, you and I have done something that I think has just kind of gone by the wayside. We're just thinking of it as business as usual, but I think it's something that has worked out really well for us. Mm -hmm. And we haven't talked about it on the show at all. You and I had 
business cards made up recently. Would you discuss what those business cards are? For sure. They're business cards for the show, and we put a QR code on it, which when scanned will take you directly to our YouTube uh, channel, which will start playing a nice little video that we got ready for everybody. Now, what this video is, which we did as a lark, is it's basically a video letting you know that you have just been successfully hit on. Mm -hmm. And it goes, it's a whole shtick about how we're not going to have time to get to know you. We got a whole thing going on, Tyler. Shtick. Shtick. Walk softly and carry a big shtick, Tyler. But the fact of the matter is, on my business card, not only does it have my face, not only does it have the Menendez brothers, not only does it have those guys you hate, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. pointing to the QR code, it says, scan here to fulfill your deepest desires. Yes, I okay? remember thinking that up with you. Yes. That's correct. Yes. You and I really brainstormed, mm -hmm. and finally an idea came to fruition. Now, here's the point that I'm making, and we've talked about it on the show before. Through those guys you hate, I am getting to live out the life that I have always wanted to live. This is fucking weird, and it's fucking terrible for me to admit. Mm -hmm. But through Ryan Menendez, I am getting to do all the things that I've always wanted to do, but I was always afraid that people were going to call me a douche. Hey, do me a favor and mark it down, please, that now Ryan has finally, for the first time, used his name in the third person. So mark it down today. It's a, it's a, it's a quick fall from here. It's a slippery slope, Tyler. It's a slippery slope. <laughs> That's been grease. And here's the deal. Uh, when I give those, those business cards out, I'm not actually hitting on anyone. I'm giving well. them to 65 year old men. I'm giving them to anybody that I want to get to Hit know on. the show. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And have in my bed. And, and I'm telling people because I am not Ryan Menendez in, in person a uh -huh. lot of times. So I'm uh -huh. telling people this is going to lead you to a very stupid video. Yes. I'm not trying to sick your duck, sir. Mm -hmm. Well, it definitely helps when you're trying to advertise for your show and you have to put a disclaimer on that advertisement. Like, hey, I really want you to go to this location, this website, but I'm really sorry for what you find. I do that all the time. <laughs> I tell people it's very sophomoric. It could be very low class, but I think... Think it has a good heart mm -hmm. and i generally never see those people again now that is our first item in narcissism corner that's not even true you hand out that card to all of our regulars at the bar have i been drinking <laughs> yes okay <laughs> well then that's not me anymore either i mean unless you're our, one of our bosses listening to this then no you definitely don't wait drink a minute that. i bring my own liquor in <laughs> I would never steal from you. All right. Now, Unless I need to fill my flask. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not made of money, pal. Now, number, now, my second item in Narcissism Corner is, and you alluded to it on the pregame. Tell them what the pregame is, Tyler. The pregame is uh, before the show, just what it sounds like. We, uh, we go back and forth and loosen up. We jostle ourselves with words. Absolutely. And then we slice that off. And Call me Jocelyn. We always... Put it at the end of our episodes, whether it be YouTube or podcast, it's 30 seconds after the main episode ends. Oh, and, and while we're in commercial mode, please forgive us, but this is Narcissism Corner. I don't know what else you want us better to do. Time, no better time to do it, Ryan. Tyler actually sat down and put in the work to chop up last week's podcast, mm -hmm. and you can see my beautiful nipples right now on the tube of Eunice, Tyler. Yes, I mean, thankfully, he's wearing a shirt today, so everybody, jot that down, too. The, who are you talking to right now? <laughs> our, 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 I was going to say publisher. Yeah. <laughs> producer our publicist is here and they're very upset with us he says we're fired so here's the deal in my journal this week you referenced my journal on the pregame 
I finally admitted to it always having been a diary. I finally came out. So proud of you. To myself, Tyler. It's one step after another. It was cathartic. Absolutely. Absolutely. But much like my sex change operation, I thought it would be a lot better when I got here. Who knew it would take so well? And finally, Tyler, on one of the last week's episodes, and what happens with these shows, we've been doing them session 90 now. I don't know if you could freaking believe that. It's Uh, pretty wild to think about. Session 90 is insane. Yeah. What happens is we get on one of these rolls, much like my fleshlight, where we've been talking about fleshlights and then it comes up week You've by week. You've been by talking week. about fleshlights. You've been talking I, about fleshlights and I've been begging you to stop. I could see in your eye that you wanted to bring it up. I know it's <laughs> awkward for you and I'm the stronger force here. So I'm just, I, I, I don't mind breaking down that wall like Germany in the 90s, Tyler. But we were talking Topical? about- Topical? Yeah. <laughs> not really. We had mentioned in passing that Mama Menendez, our mother, had that she was a- Afflicted with what I am afflicted with, allegedly, aphantasia, mm-hmm. which means that we believe that we can't see pictures in our mind. Yes. And, and why I say believe is because it's so hard to quantify. It's so hard to prove. Everybody has a huge problem with it, but I genuinely do believe. Still don't understand it. That we suffer from this, okay? Yeah, I, I don't understand people's lack of wanting, uh, uh, lack of belief in this. Like, yeah. what do you gain from this? Yeah, yeah, it is <laughs> it is really strange. But I even question myself, and, and again, I know this is so self-involved. Narcissism corner, baby. A narcissism corner, mm-hmm, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, there's going to be more narcissism to follow. But the reason that I bring it up is, uh, maybe you would think that I'm lying, but if you know Mama Menendez, you know she does not lie. Unless it's a big lie. Unless it's a big lie. Unless she feels like telling a story. More on that in (laughs) in later episodes. But we just casually mentioned that Mama Menendez didn't believe that other people could see pictures in their mind. She thought that people were just confused that they were mistaken the the way that people call you out saying that you can't see pictures in your mind she calls out the our entire species That's of exactly humanity right. and said you're all lying none of you can see anything in your mind i'm not falling for this every <laughs> other person in the world nice try and, and i just thought we didn't talk about it enough that's a hilarious thought that my mom thinks that people can't see things in their mind. And I thought we could have got a little more mileage out of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and here we are. Mm-hmm. I just thought that's funny as hell. It is. It, I I like the idea because people love to argue with you. Sure. People love to say that you're a liar. And, it's but, what my relationships are built but, on, Tyler. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's freaking true. The truth in me being a liar. Yep. Uh, but with her, she, as I said, calling out everybody else on the planet. Literally everyone. <laughs> Yep, so that is Mama Menendez, that is Narcissism Corner, and Tyler, you done great. Thank you, buddy. No this one is Depression you Index, what and what that is is a machine that I built with my hands very poorly, and we crank it up to let you know where we are at mentally this week. Tyler, I got to ask you, buddy old pal, did you take your antidepressants this week? Six days! Six days, Tyler, and that's in the upper echelon. I grant you the ultimate honor in Depression Index. And the reason why we do that is not to promote medicine, but if you are on some psychotropic medicine, please follow up on it because society needs you to be consistent for it to work. And if you're not, you're going to wind up like us. You loser. Mm -hmm. What you got this week, brother? Ryan, I don't have a script, but I do have a theme. Talk to me. For session 90, my theme is self-harm. Okay, are you pro or are you against it? Uh, depending on the mood I'm in. Right I like now, to, I am anti. I like to self-harm other people, Tyler. <laughs> 
just called battery. Well, I was yeah. gonna say, we're going to have to work on your terminology. I helped him commit suicide. No big deal. Uh, you can check my work out with Jeffrey Epstein and the like. Aye, aye, aye. It's, ooh, topical. Clavicle. So, uh, self-harm, it is so common. And I think when, people, when I say self-harm, I think most people, and this is an assumption of mine, go to the common uh, tropes, the slicing of the arms. Pulling your hair out one by one. Pulling your hair out one by one, stuff like that. And that obviously is self-harm, but it can also manifest itself in so many different ways. My eating disorder, my my need to gorge, that is self-harm. Eating until it's painful. That is self-harm. Sure. And not only that, the long-term effects of what I'm doing to my sure. body. You know? So, what, what about drinking? Would drinking be considered self-harm? Absolutely. Okay. And drinking, drugs. Again, I know it doesn't sound like it. Toxic relationships. Going back to that ex that you know it's going to blow up in your face and you do it anyway. Masturbating until your dick scabs over. You're, yeah. you're not even using lotion. You're just using Neosporin at this point. <laughs> I don't know if I'm helping or hurting now. Yeah, it's got in the hole. And so, and so it can uh, manifest itself in so many different ways. And as somebody... Who, who up until recently did self-harm, uh, I will tell you that it comes from a need to relieve pressure. It is something in there that is building and building and building, and it has gotten so bad, so overwhelming, that you need to relieve that pressure in some kind of way, and it's coming out like that. So please be patient with yourself, and really, when those feelings come up, my suggestion is to sit down with it and ask yourself, why do I feel this way? And where where are these feelings coming from? And it's really hard to do. Yeah. It's, it's so much easier just to give into the feeling and just disassociate. Deal, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> wait, yeah, no, you, wait. You got no, it. wait, no, 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 you no. You said it was easier, Tyler. <laughs> you already lost me. So please. No, it is, it hurts, man, to go to those places genuinely hurt. You want to talk about self-harm, it hurts for a little while. Absolutely. And self-harm, much like the drugs and much like the alcohol, it is simply a way to disassociate. Yeah. It is no different. It's just a way to feel something else so I don't feel the way that I'm feeling now. I agree. So, Ryan, I am, uh, I'm actually sky high this week. I've been doing really well. It's been annoying. Since my, <laughs> Ryan, I don't like this. Ryan, we were at work last night and I was killing it. I was moving around. I was bing, bang, booming it. And Ryan at one point turns to me, he's like, are you on cocaine? <laughs> you were, I'm glad you brought this up. You forgot like a million things last night. Uh, yeah, I was all you over forgot, the place. Like, you're like chuckling it up with people. And I'm just like, are you going to get this guy a drink or what's up? Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was all over the place. Uh, I uh, love you. No, this, no criticism. No, no, I'm just acknowledging it. Much like when you're really, really down and your uh, thoughts are scattered, when you're really, really up, it's really easy for your thoughts to be scattered as well. And that's what I ran into. And I'm just learning to rein it in. So this week, I'm going to say I'm at a three. Spin it, Tyler! Hey! Hey! wasn't enough spins for my personal enjoyment mm -hmm. like a gladiator with blood flying all over the place and the emperor screaming get it up for you lord emperor <laughs> why is he putting his thumb up my butt tyler i am going to work my way down to another one of my quotes because i'm a bloviating vibrating gas bag but here's where i'm headed tyler vibrating that's right okay i am a doomsday prepper when it comes to my future. And what I mean by that is my thoughts. Mm -hmm. I use all of my deductive reasoning and my millions and billions of synapses in my gray matter to think of the worst case scenario and generally believe that that's what's gonna happen. I don't know mm -hmm. if you know this, Tyler, 
I'm a bit of a worrier. You are. Are you, you are familiar of, with that? You are a bit of a worrier. I, I'm actually sometimes, scared definitely isn't the right word, but I'm sometimes, um, uh, I make myself feel uncomfortable being super relaxed around you while yeah, you're stressed good. because I feel like it makes you angry. It does. It does. I'm worried and I'm going to need for you to step up your worry a little bit because you're running <laughs> counter flow to you're what I'm sitting. I'm, I'm working on something here. Your worry needs to match my worry. That is exactly right. I feel like I'm, I'm carrying the whole weight here, Tyler. Now, the, the, the fact of the matter is, is that when you worry about things, and there's no way to figure this out because how would you quantify all these things? What do you think the percentage of things that the normal person worries about that actually comes true? Now, I think that I am an extreme version of that, but just the standard person, and again, there's no real number here. But it, I mean, just to throw around a number, 98% of what you worry about, and I think it'd be way higher yeah, than that, yep. of what you worry about never comes true. So what the fuck was all of that worry for? Yes. What, what did you accomplish? And, and it's not even, was it true or not? Because say say 100% of the thoughts that you have about what's gonna come true oh, no. actually do come oh, God, true. No. Some. A lot of those things would actually be beneficial. How often in your life does something go wrong and then it turns out, wow, that actually worked out in my favor. And even if it does go wrong and it stays wrong, you're gonna pay for it anyway. Why pay for it before it happens? So I'm gonna ask you, what is the way to combat doomsday prepper thinking? How do you get out of worry, Tyler? I know, so so many people that hear this, it's gonna be, that's bullshit. That's that's absolute bullshit. What is? What I'm about to say. Okay. Uh, but when you're in the middle of that and you, and, and man, I even frustrate myself a little bit by saying this, but when you're in the middle of it, really what it comes down to is stopping and saying to yourself, no. Sure. We don't we don't do that anymore. Well, and, and I'm gonna th I'm gonna tell you a way that has really worked for me and it's counterintuitive. People are gonna say, what the F are you talking about? Being thankful being grateful, grateful even when yeah. you're in the middle of something terrible now i know that the word grateful uh is much like awareness it's been weaponized it's been turned into snowflake mentality oh he's grateful he's so thankful yeah i don't know if it's oh. on i don't know if it's on that level i think when you say meditation or awareness you get that kind woke. of reaction the woke, woke yeah. generation yep. yep so now but for me being thankful to something bigger than me is what works. Or for you, if you're into the chaos of the universe and you don't believe in something bigger, being thankful to yourself or being thankful to the moment. So I digress, I get to my quote and what that is. It's a, it's a brief one today, but I think that sometimes those are the things that speak to you the most. Thankfulness is a discipline. Thankfulness isn't something that's just gonna happen. Thankfulness, much like almost every other facet of your life, is a habit. Your thought patterns are a habit. Your behaviors are a habit. And if you could change your habits, you could change your mind. Change your body, change your mind. Mm. And, and you're absolutely right. I know, it is kinda gay, but it is also kinda true. Yeah. This week has been tough at work. Some things kinda went wrong, and I know that's just part of the job. Uh, you know, I'm ovulating. This week I am at a four, baby. <laughs> Sounded like a like a tugboat doing that. Uh, and that is the present index. Uh, well, and one final thing. Ryan, who said this? Shit. Countless millions who have walked this earth before us have gone through this. So this 
is just an experience we all share. Was that Attila the Hun? No, no, that was actually the quote right above him. Now that one, Ryan, was the final, in the final interview that he gave before he was executed for his crimes. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy, you philosophical sage, you. He was, in a lot of ways, too smart for his own good. I think, in a lot of ways, he was very... Very thoughtful, very... I think he was smart. I think he was really no, smart. He, and he, he was smart. And he believed his own bullshit. That is the most dangerous that, bullshit that's what it that is. there possibly like is. Like Richard Ramirez. I think he believed a lot of his own bullshit. He uh, went through neighborhoods saying, I'm invisible. Well, Richard Ramirez, I think, suffered from just severe delusions, and he had a lot of head injuries as a child. I think that he was actually physically fucked up. Yeah. Now, Ted Bundy is uh, just a whole... That's a whole mystery. He's, they, I think the reason that people point him out the most is because it's so hard to put your finger on what happened with him. Well, I'm just rooting for him, and I hope he pulls out of his tailspin he's in. Yeah, we're rooting for you, buddy. <laughs> Bundy. We're rooting for you, Bundy. <laughs> All right, Tyler. Let's go ahead and let's do a segment that discusses all of media all of the things that you and i are intaking and it's a recommendation to the haitian army let's do the weekly book nook now weekly book nook is a segment that we don't do weekly and is very rarely about a book but tyler tell me what you're hung up on this week ryan yo i was thinking about going going and watching squid game Sure. Because everybody's watching it. I, it's charting to be the number one watched anything on Netflix ever, yeah. which is quite the deal. It's it's. I have not seen fervor like this for a TV show since like the height of Game of Thrones, basically. I, I saw the first two episodes. It's cool. Yeah, I, mean, right. I, I, I liked it. It's not, you know, chop your legs off exciting. What is chop your legs off exciting? Uh, one of those really awesome wheelchairs. <laughs> Okay, Professor Xavier. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I brought the show to a screeching halt, and for that, I'm sorry. Like, dude, there's a lot of words being thrown around here. They don't all have to make sense, Tyler. And I'm glad that we can laugh and joke about it, but the next time I do this, you're gonna get very upset. I agree. <laughs> I, I'm disappointed in myself. I'm now at a four for the week. So what are you talking about this week, bruv? Ryan... This week, I would like to inform the listeners that I have just finished with season one going into season two of The Mandalorian on Disney+. Plus. Now, Yay. you know that you can get up to the minute news here because I am literally going yeah. into season two after it's been out for about a year. Yeah, well, you know what? We're just doing recommendations here. I mean, I don't know. We're just talking about stuff that's interesting to us. For you, sure. Yep. So if you're one of the three people on Earth that have not seen The Mandalorian. I'm one of them. I would suggest getting to it. You don't like, you're a contrarian. You don't like things that are popular. You don't like sci-fi. I, like, I don't like sci-fi. You don't, yeah, yeah. You got bad taste. Yep. And- uh, I would just say go and get it. It is a, a go and watch it. It is a masterpiece. It keeps you at the edge of your seat throughout the entire series. And uh, I'm hoping season two is just as good. And I heard that it is. Okay, B beautiful. Now, I I'm going to just go ahead and go counterculture to what you said. If you're firing up the Disney Plus app, fuck the Mandalorian. Go ahead and click on Gravity Falls, bro. My son mm. recommended Gravity Falls. I am almost through the first season and I love it. Excellent. I love it. But I digress. Uh, I'm not doing it on Gravity Falls. Oh, oh, I was going to say, that's a story that ends. Like we talk about all love the time. It. You need a story that ends. I love ends. it. Well, here's the deal. On this show, 
I am judge, jury, and executioner. And what I mean by that is I make rules on this show that Tyler has to follow, that I have to follow, but then I always break those never. rules. Never. You yeah. never follow yeah, them. I know. I never. Know. And I'm about to do the same thing here. I am pushing the boundaries on Weekly Book Nook because my Weekly Book Nook this week is HGH, Tyler. I, my Weekly Book Nook is HGH. You're making a face. What's the deal? That's not a medium. That's not a, an entertainment vessel. It's still something that I really enjoy. And here's the point that I'm making, okay? We need like a science corner or something like that. Anatomy Weekly. That sounds stupid, <laughs> Tyler. I, that sounds stupid. Uh, the, the, here's what I'm talking about. HGH is human growth hormone, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. I am receiving my human growth hormone legally. I am allowed to do it. It's through a doctor's care and through a doctor's orders. Yes, he's injecting it from his mouth into my anus, which I'm going to have to look that up on the Better Business Bureau. I don't know if that's right or not. I'm almost positive I saw that in the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio that was a commercial for cocaine. Ah, the Wolf <laughs> of was, Wall Street. He was blowing cocaine through a straw into a girl's butthole. I feel like that would cut you up a little bit. I don't know that you would want to do that. But nonetheless, uh, here's the thing. I've taken HGH for a long time, and, and I hope this isn't bad that I'm that I'm discussing this. This is something that I genuinely believe in. What HGH does, it's a chemical that's made naturally by your body in your pituitary gland, and as you get older, it slows down. You can now purchase this hormone and inject it yourself, and I believe that it is, I would say, the wave of the future, but the future is here. People are yeah. now involved in it. We, you can now give your kids shots to make them taller. There are all these different things. And because of the monetary situation that I had discussed earlier in the show, after years of trying it, I had stopped for a couple months, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. I got to see the actual repercussions of what it was like without it and now back with it again. Mm -hmm. And I got to tell you, man, it's, it's, it's night and day. I don't want to say night and day, but damn, it really changes your life. It really changes your body. And maybe there are a lot of people out there who are against this. And I don't mean this to be controversial or whatever. It's just something that I really got a chance to quantify on my own. And this week, my weekly book nook is HGH. Go out, do it. If you can afford it, go out and, and, and try it responsibly. Have somebody there watching you, but I give it two thumbs up, Tyler. In terms of uh, entertainment value, I give that zero stars. What, the HGH? It just it, what you're doing right now, it's not an entertainment medium. My boners are rock hard, Tyler. Just stick to the, the rules. Why must you go anarchy every time? HGH is my weekly book nook. All right, Tyler, we need to take a break. But before we do, you have told me in the middle of the show, like an anarchist, that you have a Google game. Google gang, 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 Google gang. What is a Google game, Tyler? Google game is when I we look up things on Google, and when you type words in, it gives you predictive text, things that other people have asked the most. And we go back and we read off the top five, and the other person tries to guess if they can get one of them right. They win. Okay. All right, Ryan. For Google game, I typed in, did Columbus... Dot, dot. Did Columbus... Did Columbus and discover America? Nailed it. Yeah. That's the number one uh, answer okay. right there. Yep. So, yep. so you I, win. I win. You Let's win. keep going. Did Columbus rape? <laughs> no, although that's... Fair, I guess. Yeah. All right. That's, that is literally the first thing that I think of is how secretly Columbus was a, a, a rat bastard. 
Oh yeah, no, total asshole. Right. Total asshole. I, I mean, maybe we should have some information before just calling a, a historic figure an asshole, but- Well, I'm not saying he was an evil person. I'm just saying he was known in history as an asshole. Did, much, much like Thomas Edison. Did Columbus find India? Number four, did Columbus think he was in India? Are we gonna give that to him? Oh, I'm sorry, you're over here. Are we, we're, we're gonna give that to you, good job. Uh, and uh, my last guess here is, did Columbus rape, comma, seriously? Wow, that's so crazy. Wow, I thought you would've mentioned that the first time, Tyler. So, number five, did Columbus land in America? Okay. Number four, did Columbus think he was in India? Okay. Number three, did Columbus discover Cuba? Number two, my personal favorite, did Columbus have sex with manatees? And number oh, one, mermaids. Did, did Columbus discover America? Ryan, I think that is the very first time in the history of Google game that somebody has gotten two yeah, you're answers right, about that. right. You nailed Thank it, buddy. Thank you, buddy. Much like Columbus and those manatees. Nailed uh, it. Now, Tyler and I are going to go and take a break. Thank you for your Google game. It was awesome. Thank you. Uh, we're going to discuss. I mean, we can review on the manatee fucking. Yeah, I, we should look into that because we have found out that they have the most human-like reproductive organs in the animal kingdom. I think we're going to have to do some boots on the ground journalism, right? <laughs> some dicks on the ground journalism. We're going to go wade into those waters and we'll be right back. What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. You gotta put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So, what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you can sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You can sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get beat on the deal. You know you won't because you're lazy. That's why you haven't moved out of your parents' house. We love you. Thank you for supporting those guys you hate. And let's get back to the show. Those guys. What has he done? Can you tell me? Big Magic Johnson. What has he done? Well, yes, he's a business person. He's got AIDS. You hate. I mean, he made love to every girl in every city in America. And he had AIDS. And when he had those AIDS, I went to my synagogue and I prayed for him. I hoped he could live and be well. Those guys, those guys, those guys, those guys, those guys, those guys, I'm down with, I'm down with. <laughs> Red circle. Cleaning up a mess every now and then. No big deal. <laughs> and we're back, ladies and gentlemen. I need to be Ryan Menendez again because the Awkwardly. real Ryan is a piece of shit. 
I don't like this, Ryan. Give me fake Ryan. All right, Tyler. I don't believe in more government, okay? But somebody needs to do something. And I'm not going to make a big deal out of this, okay? Okay. Um, I, And I don't think I'm the first comedian to point this out, okay? All right. I believe that I've heard this somewhere. I can't place it. There is nothing original anymore. All of the ideas have been taken. But there is nothing more convoluted than toilet paper math, Tyler. Than toilet paper math. Than, than paper towel math. You got the... The three rolls equal 14 rolls over here, and you got the seven rolls equals 460 rolls over there. I don't know what to believe. That's the problem is nowadays people are allowed to say whatever they want. We're living in an, in an era of disinformation. How many fucking rolls am I buying, bro? Enough of this bullshit. What are, what are we getting? The, the problem Stop is- Stop waving your ass, you family of bears, and tell me what I'm purchasing. They don't need math. They're in the woods. Are those bears blue? Are they red? What the fuck is going on with those bears, Tyler? And they somehow use the the toilet paper as like a a, a shimmy between their cracks. Who the fuck (laughs) wipes their ass like that? You think that's charming? It ain't. And all I have to say is that there needs to be a gold standard on the length of toilet paper and paper towels. You're absolutely right. Because not all squares are the same. Not all halves are the same. That's exactly right. We need a gold standard on these things. That is exactly right. Much like we need microwaves to all work at the same level. (laughs) That's true. We need toilet paper math. From now on, all toilet paper math will be less convoluted. And that is a motherfucking fact. Now, Tyler, I made up a really uh, great little intro to a segment that I did a while ago, and I went and listened back to it, and and it hurts me that it sounds like shit. But I'm playing it anyway, Tyler. (laughs) Do it! Do it! Now, I've come up with this idea that I came up with entirely on my own, and I want to share it with people. Tell me what you think. Welcome to Stuff You Should Have Known. Brought to you by Save Yourself Studios in conjunction with Ghost Dog Productions. Now, Tyler, what stuff you should have known is, is where I just pick something up, I research it, and then I tell it to you, who is ostensibly the audience in the room, okay? Mm-hmm. Came up with it myself. Anybody tells you otherwise, you punch them right in the dick. Totally original idea. Unless it's a woman, then you get her a sex change, and then you punch her in the dick, Tyler. Oh, okay. All right, now, last week, we talked about the evolution of the, the human brain, and are men more evolutionarily likely to cheat, and it all culminated in my favorite fact of what I talked about last week, which was the sexual pursuit area of a man's brain may be up to 2.5 times larger than that of a female. I find that to be very interesting. You hear that, ladies? We're huge. Well, I'm huge up there. Uh, Now, I am going to continue on from that point talking about the rest of this article that I read on Forbes that was very well written, and I just thought, I mean, it's something that I'm interested in, so I enjoyed it. Science explains bad behavior. It's not my fault, baby. Before I start, this is a lot of information here, and I'm worried about it becoming dry. So please, Tyler, as the listener in the room, please help direct me if it gets a little dry, if it gets a little long, help me out. Okay, Okay, let me know. I think I can do that. Did you know, Tyler, that the earliest human ancestors likely lived similarly to chimpanzees today? Now, what I mean by that is in its mating process. Mm -hmm. Do you know how chimpanzees live? In its mating process? Sure. Uh, I mean, they be banging. They are not a monogamous species. Mm -hmm. It is large, multi-male, multi-female groups. Now, when you're a a group, 
and you're traveling and you're not just staying in one place, that is the best way to spread your genes. Mm-hmm. It is it is the most strategic way to grow as a species, okay? Mm, I think we've we lost something along the way since we're not doing that anymore. I'm not letting you pull me into this, Tyler. Now, our ancient polygamist male ancestors, which means that they have more than one mate, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had to compete with each other to father the most children. You see that in the animal all kingdom over. all the time. All over. What, what species is that that they'll come in and kill all the other males? Zebras, they'll... lions, walrus. Uh, there's a lot of species that do that. Walry. And I don't which, think that's right. Which are the ones that will kill the children so that the women begin to ovulate again. The women go into heat. I'm almost positive that zebras. I saw a video online of an adult zebra literally drown a, a child zebra. It was crazy. No wonder they're already in jail stripes. I mean, they're <laughs> a fucked up species. Don't get me started on ducks. And I'm almost positive lions are like that as well. We can review, but yeah, it is. The animal kingdom's fucked up, though. It is fucked it's up. fucked up. And we forget that we are animals, Tyler. We talk about that all the time on this show. Now- mm-hmm. Because of evolution, which is, I believe, a proven fact at this point, as men are competing in their own little subgroups with other men in that subgroup, they have evolved larger and specifically shaped penises, Tyler. Mm. And the reason why is to deliver the semen, to deliver the sperm even better. Do you know, and I don't even have this written down here, that women are more likely to get pregnant if they have an orgasm. Have you heard that before? I actually just learned that uh, this last week. Really? We went into In what the, context? We went into the science of, of how it works, how the sperm gets to the egg. Who's we? Uh, that class that I go to over the oh. weekend, we got into the science of reproductive, uh, the whole operation sure. and how it goes down and the way the sperm gets. It's, it's a very fascinating and very dangerous trek that they go on. Mm-hmm. And they happen to throw in that if the woman does have an orgasm, they had scientists on and sure. all that. And they say if they have an orgasm, not only is it obviously more fun, but you're more likely to get pregnant. And because the vaginal walls then contract and pull everything backwards. Correct. Everything towards the the fallopian tubes into the uterus, women's balls, Tyler. Yes, yeah, because when semen enter, it's it's an invasive species. So when the, the woman's body does everything it can to kill them off. Semen enter, one man leave. That's actually true. Okay, now, through evolution and through what it is that we're talking about, our penises are the largest of all apes. Wow, congratulations! What's up, baby? Yeah, you ain't got nothing on us, chimpanzees! Suck my giant dick, orangutans. (laughs) So man has evolved to produce more sperm, which has led to us developing relatively large testes. Now, I know that we're getting into a lot of scientific speak. I'm going to bring this all back full circle. You're talking okay? about jizz. Be interested, ladies and gentlemen. That's exactly right, jizz. man. I mean, it's like we're in the back room of one of those video shops. We're talking about jizz, baby. Now, scientists believe that at the birth of monogamy as humans, our testes actually shrunk. We then began to produce less sperm. Now, mm. chimps still live in their harems, maintained the largest testes of all apes. So we have the largest penises, but we do not have the largest testes, Tyler. Mm, I'm more of a dick man, less of a ball man, so I think that's okay. I think we're doing all right. be fucking, Tyler. Yeah, 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 they do. So, and I don't know if this is interesting. It was interesting to me. I love how we talk about human behavior and you talk about, oh, this is a good person or this is a bad person. Bro, it literally is science. The gibbons are actually monogamous and they have the smallest testes of the apes, Tyler, Mm -hmm. which I don't know. 
road. That's crazy to me. So get your balls in order, ape worlds. Women then evolved to the menstrual cycle. What what scientists believe is that they before they were in, they would go into heat, much like animals, oh, much okay. like dogs, yeah. every so often when the situation called for it. So to make a long story short. Not being a woman, uh, it sounds like the being in heat thing was a lot easier. Uh, well, I mean, we're in heat right now at all times as men, Tyler. And, and women too. Women have a, a high sex drive. To make a long story short, science believes that when women finally evolved to menstruation, to where they could, it was not as obvious to men that they were fertile. They, in some sort of evolutionary way, were trying to trick men into having more sex and get, making it more likely for them to impregnate them. Mm. They believed that that caused the birth of monogamy. Interesting. So, again, I know that I get way off on my tangents. Thanks a lot, people from the past. Yeah, you guys have been screwing us over my whole life. Let's go back to the ape world. Let's go back to our ape brethren. We're still there, Tyler. We are still there. Now, the last thing that I'm going to throw in here, much like I say, evolution is now no longer a necessity. It is a choice. The other organ that has grown throughout evolution is our brain. And you can use that in the way that you see fit. And I hope that the Haitian army sees fit to use that as a way to take care of people that we care about in our lives. Both your and brain. And not just ourselves. And your penis. Use them for good, people. The holy trinity. And that is stuff you should have known. Mm, very nice. Thank you, Tyler. Learned I all about ape uh, and chimpanzees' balls, right? Yeah, big old balls mm. on those chimpanzees, bro. Mm. Tyler, I know you have probably a story that's good. I know, well, actually, it might not be good this week. I know you have a story that's bad, and you have a story that's interesting. Could you hit me to the game, brother? Absolutely. Let's jump right into our GBI. Good, bad, and the interesting. Get it? And let's get into our good. Good. Fuck them. Ryan, this one, this is, and I need you to tell me where I stand on this one because this is one of those stories that I laughed at, but there's obviously some real world consequences that go into this. Go ahead, I'm listening. There was a Lexington County teacher that gave out candy to her students and accidentally included weed-infused candy into that trove. Now, I gotta ask, weed-infused candy, from what I understand, is fucking expensive, okay? I, I, know, I know a guy who knows a guy, I'm not talking about me, uh -huh. but, um, uh -huh. That should be expensive, y'all. Mm -hmm. What's what's you know what the problem is? is teachers are just making too much money, Tyler. How, how do you defund do the teachers? <laughs> That's a controversial <laughs> take that I stand behind. How how could that possibly happen, Tyler? Well, the funny thing is, is that the teacher knew that it was in there because when the when the student pulled it, it was a pack of gummies. It was uh, they thought it being gummy bears. Sure. It was THC infused gummies. That was 350 milligrams, Motherfucker. which is a lot for anybody, how, much less- How old are these kids? It is an elementary school, Ryan. God <laughs> damn it, man. This is Bob Marley Elementary. What's happening over here? I was hoping you would ask me that. It's an elementary school. Principal Chong, the, the please report to room 318. The student in question then left school, went to an after-school program where, she, where they asked for the teacher there to help them open the candy. When the teacher grabbed it, saw it was weed candy, said, I'm sorry, I can't help you open this, and called the school authorities. 
Yeah, that's, uh, you know what, man? I, I don't have as strong of a stance on drugs as most people, but that's a no-no. Not I, cool! I, I'm going to have to speak out against that particular circumstance. Maybe no drogas for the elementary school kids. Yeah, man. yep, and the assistant principal at Rocky Creek then found another pack of marijuana gummies in the prize bowl. There was more than one, uh, Ryan! Yes, yes. Uh, the deputies searched her home, found more edibles, because of course. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, now she's waiting to, uh, uh, she was arrested, and she's waiting for trial. Yeah, again, I don't think that smoking marijuana, if that's your thing, not my jam, but if that's something that you're into, I would say it's fine as long as you're old enough to where your brain isn't still goo, where it's not formulating. I think if you're smoking weed when you're young, it could really do some bad things to you. Absolutely. Anytime you're messing with the chemical processes in your body during that incredibly delicate time where it is growing into what it will be, yeah, you could definitely mess with it in a long-term negative effects. Ocho. So let's jump into our bad, right? And that's the whole thing with that story. It's obviously not good, but when I heard that a teacher gave weed candy to an elementary schooler and obviously the added detail that they did not take that's it. That's what I was going to say. It was hilarious. We fixed it, Tyler. Yeah, I think, that's I think right. We brought it back. We're back, baby. <laughs> so let's jump right into our bad. My safe word is banana. This week's bad is a follow-up on an ongoing story. You, I'm sure, remember Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie. Uh, yes, I do I do recall that. It was a huge story because huge story. they were white. Nailed it. Is that rude to say? <laughs> I don't know. It is a huge story regardless of the reasoning, and it is still ongoing. Mr. Laundrie has not been found. He's still at wow, large. I didn't know that. Yes, yeah, he's still out in that reservation somewhere. Miss Petito went missing and was later found dead in Wyoming's Grand Teton National Park. Yep. Well, the coroner released his findings of the autopsy. Admittedly, he wasn't allowed to give very many details because, again, it's, it's an ongoing it's case. an ongoing investigation. Sure. We, found, we now know that Miss Petito died by strangulation. Yeah. She was strangled to death by his hands. Human hands, which takes a lot longer than people think. And it's really hard. It is it's, really It hard. takes a lot of strength. I could do it. Her, yes, you could. I could. Her, 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 oh, I should laugh during, as not, I go, not, in, yes, as I go right. into this. I did this shit last time. No, 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 but as I'm going into this sentence. Wait, and we're very sorry for her family and, and all uh, the people that that's affected. Of course, and, yeah. and the thing is, is Ryan and I deal with almost all emotion through the prism of humor. Yep. So, we're not laughing at her, we're just laughing because it makes us uncomfortable. Totally true. And um, and it was actually found that her buying her body, when they found it, had been lying there for weeks. For weeks. He had, because they she had gone missing, been reported missing on September 11th, I believe, September 9th. But they had gone to the park on September 1st. Okay. Her body was found on the 21st. She had been there for three weeks. Shit. They did not specify what happened to the body other than the strangulation, but it was fresh meat in the middle of a wildlife reservation. So it had been, it had been picked. You by, would think sure. they didn't say it, but of course you would think that it had been yeah, mutilated I, I by mean, animals. Three weeks out in the middle of a, of a park, uh, of course, and, and not even just animals. You got weather, just, just human erosion. And, and can I say really quickly? And I, I mean, I'm probably seven or eight minutes too late here. The reason why I said that about her being white is not because of my racism. It's because as a country, perhaps as a world, and this is factual data, we are more interested in young, pretty white women that go missing than the thousands of black women, indigenous women, really any of that stuff. And I, and I said it flippantly, but it is a factual thing. And I don't agree with it, 
I just wanted to clear my clear myself up there. Nailed it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I did that. I, I I got out of that totally unscathed. Laugh out loud. I don't see anything coming from that. Nah. No, I don't even want to laugh out loud because I don't want to be associated with whatever okay. you just La- did. No, <laughs> what I'm saying is I'm, no, a, no, no, no. I'm against it. I, to- I, I totally true. agree with you. Yeah. I totally agree with you. They, they have what's called the less dead yep. when it's a, a person of color, especially when it's like a prostitute sure. of color. Um, people, uh, I people think you're don't- supposed to call them sex workers now. That's true. Okay, I, I, okay, yeah. okay. Give me all the words I can't say. Ryan Midget, prostituta. Yeah. I, just, I can't all those, say anything. Yep, yep. Yeah, and and they don't even really expend the energy going and looking for the killers. Yeah, that's why that's why the Green River Killer was able to do so much damage because he went after what's known as the less. They dead. think, oh, you brought this on yourself. Yeah. So Ryan, let's go into our interesting. Let's get it. That was sad. Yep. And uh, Mr. Laundry, if you did do it, I hope they find your ass. Your dirty laundry. Your, I, you, oh, I hope they air your fucking laundry. Mm. If they get him in jail, somebody's going to air his laundry. That just pack his That's laundry, what it's going to sound like, Tyler. <laughs> right, for interesting. Please let me go to our interesting. Sorry about that. Interesting and entertaining. <laughs> John Wayne Gacy. Heard of him. Andre Chikatilo. Heard of him. And now, Mastin Wanjala of not, Kenya. Not heard of him. Not heard of him. <laughs> okay. All of them, hunters of children. As you know, John Wayne Gacy had 30 bodies under his floorboards. But were they children, children? I I, I thought that they were kids who would work for him y- under y- 18, y- I guess. Young people. Yeah, young, let's say just young people. Young men. Over a five-year period where he pretended to be a football coach that's soccer coach for our domestic friends. Football. He lured at least 10 children out to secluded areas where he would attack them, drug them, and then kill them. He confessed. Wait, he attacked them, drugged them, and drugged them, attacked them, and then killed them. Nope. He would attack them in the middle of a field, drug them. Who knows? We don't know the details yet. Weird. Who knows what he was doing out there with them? And then he would kill them, at least 10 children. He has confessed to the murders. Terrible. He has led police to the bodies. Sure. He was caught. Obviously, he's in jail telling these people where he was, uh, what, what, what he had done. Even on certain occasions, he, conf- he said he would drink the victim's blood. So, uh, he's going through a rough patch. A bit of a rough patch, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. It only got worse, Ryan. We're rooting for you to pull out of your tailspin, Kenyon, Unfortunately, dude. that's not going to happen, Ryan, wow. because he was in jail and then somehow disappeared. Oh, wow. Yeah, he just was released from prison by somebody. Because what? they did morning roll call, like Shawshank Redemption, just didn't exit his cell. There was no uh, no forced exit, and there was no holes in his cell. Somebody had just let him go. I was going to say, it's an inside job. Correct. Now, it's only speculation at this moment. He's never stopped running. He's still running. No, he's not. No. He got the Richard Ramirez treatment. Oh, Where good. he got, he went, he went back to his childhood home, uh-huh. where his parents obviously had disowned him. They didn't want him good, there. Good, of, of course. Right. In a lot of circumstances, in a lot of circumstances, that's not the case. People will protect monsters. No, but I'm, of course, I'm saying, of course, for them, as uh, it's the right decision. Agreed. You're you're right. A lot of parents will go to bat for their kid, even though they're monsters. When they make that decision to turn them in, I will also say, 
Of course. I still love you, but I, I gotta turn you in. Yeah, I, I, I have to protect humanity. Motherfucker, this ain't Dexter. I'm yeah. calling the cops. Fucking Labisio <laughs> over here, man. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, he got the Richard Ramirez treatment, and for those of you who do not know, Richard Ramirez was a serial killer out in L.A. The Night Stalker. The Night Stalker, and how he was caught was he was um, identified on the street and people were screaming, it's the killer, it's the killer, where they chased him through the street, through backyards, and eventually caught him and beat him into submission. One of the few times that mob mentality worked out. And probably save lives, or, yeah. or definitely For save sure. lives. And it, and it probably just made him feel good. I think I think we could all agree with that. Well. They went home with a sense of accomplishment oh, that day. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Well, Mr. Wanjala got that same treatment and was very quickly beat to death, Ryan. Yeah. Well. He was beat to death, and not just beat to death, he was fucking mauled yeah. by an entire community they of Qaddafi people. They Qaddafi'd his ass. They picked up surrounding construction bricks mm. and he went through the meat grinder. Yeah, it was like a Looney Tunes type demise uh, where they pushed him off a cliff and he stood there for a second and then held up an umbrella. And, and then fell. his head yeah. was just there while the neck was stretched. Sure, right. And then there was a cloud of smoke shaped like him. Yeah, he. so he, uh, he dead, y'all. Absolutely. And this goes to, this speaks to the overwhelming issue with the Kenyan National Police Force and that people complain it's too slow. Nothing gets done. This man was caught admitted to his crimes, showed the bodies, yeah. and still was not in federal prison. It was moving yeah. at such a slow rate, and what the speculation is, is that one of the police officers on duty who are now in prison, good, let well, let him go because he wanted him to get murdered. They probably thought, a man of the community, this motherfucker isn't going to prison, he, nothing is happening, let me get some Bob justice on this Boy, guy. I, I gotta tell you, I'm really twisted up on this one because I feel like I understand every side of it. Uh, not his, by the way. Uh, no, I just, no, I, man, I, I hate because for there it, to be mob mentality, but if things aren't moving fast enough, I mean, what do you think about that, Tyler? Because I know you're somebody who doesn't believe in the death penalty. So what do you think about this? I, man, it's almost like a lot, which you see like like it, like in uh, in India and what's going on in, in Asia a lot, where you see these, these uh, neighborhood killings because they're, like we talked about last week, vigilantes, where A, if the law isn't gonna do something about this, this man was preying on children. Yeah. And it's, it's and they even interviewed the parents, some of the parents, the victims of these little kids. They said, he has destroyed a community. Yeah. The, yeah. the police force isn't going to do anything, so we're going to do it. Yeah, and, I, I, and I do not agree with with murdering people. But when you get to a certain point where it's if we let this person continue to live, it's him or us. It's him or us. Yeah, I understand people choosing themselves. I choose us. Uh, I, I will tell you this: I am conflicted on the death penalty. I don't know where I stand with that. As my life changes, as my brain changes. I really have never sat down and tried to hammer out where I really am with all that. And who's to say who's right on it? It's it's a matter of opinion. Sure. You know? I think I am. I think I'll be the arbiter. <laughs> Once you arrive there, you know, you're, you're, your plate is full. You got other things yeah. going on. You're spinning too many plates. All right, but I'll do it. When you finally get around to saving those lives, you let us know. I'll okay? do it. I'll do it. <laughs> and that, Ryan, is GBI. Fantastic, Tyler. Thank you for coming on that ride with me, Ryan. That was a really good one, man. I Thank enjoyed you, that. I enjoyed that. Thank you. And our prayers go out to all the people who have been wronged in those stories that we have talked about. Tyler, please tell these motherfucking Haitians how they can get in touch with us. 
<laughs> I can't wait for Haiti to start listening to us. They Love you guys. <laughs> Well, please, ladies and gentlemen, to all the Haitians out there, please go to thoseguysyouhate.com. Subscribe on all the buttons. We made it so easy for you. Yep. No and more excuses. No more excuses. And our latest episode is always right there at the top of the page. Love that, brother. Love that. Great job. Tyler, I'm going to ask you one more question. What's the moral of the story, dog? Moral of the story is serial killing be bad, Ryan. Yeah. Yep. In all honesty, and this might be a bit of a... Um, controversial statement to certain people. But as I've said previously on the show, I personally do not agree with the death penalty. I don't think anybody has the right to end somebody else's life. Having said that, as I said before, I cannot even begin to fathom the feeling, the, the emotion that these parents, these victims feel when especially a child's life is ripped away from them like that. Yep. So I in do such a terrible fashion. I, I can't oh, in, in a horrific fashion, yeah. not and, just as your child passed, but in the most torturous, horrific way possible. And it's so wasteful, not even like just some, some, a godly event where a meteor dropped out of the sky. It was just this person committing evil acts. Well, so, it's, it goes back to some of the evolutionary stuff that I was talking about with cheating. Some of this stuff, this primal desire to make yourself happy. I'm, there were times where I'm sure humans had to kill to survive. Yeah. And, and it's you not being able to stand up to your own demons, to your own impulses. It's a good way to look at it. Yeah. So I, I do want to get up here and say violence isn't the answer, but sometimes we have to defend ourselves. Sure. Sometimes it's, it is the answer. It wants, baby. I will say this. I would like to say it's never the first answer. Sure. But sometimes it is the response that needs to be given. It's the final answer. So, But be patient with yourselves. Be patient with others. But also do not be scared to stand up for yourself. And I say this to myself as much as anybody else because that is something that I truly struggle with. Uh, Ryan, what is the bloated moral of the story? Uh, moral of the story is... I'm going to say again, my depression index. Thankfulness is a discipline. Uh, control is a discipline. All these things are habits. You are more likely to do the same things you did today that you did yesterday. So our way of getting better, our way of drawing to being closer to the person that we want to be starts with now, starts with decisions that we're making, starts with habits that we're building. And hopefully we can all build good habits together. And I say that as an officer of the Haitian army. And that's what pisses me off about motivation is my whole life I thought it was get the motivation, then go do the stuff. Wrong. It's do the stuff and, and then get the motivation. It sucks. You build it up, man. Yeah, Nobody sucks. starts off crushing it at the gym. You start off with one day scared and don't want anybody to look at you. And then one day. I'm like that every day. You're fucking Mr. Universe. Oh. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. All right, now we're red circled everywhere. My name is Heiler. Uh, hail Heiler. I drove past a, a semi truck yesterday and there it was a Canadian like move, not moving, but like a, you know, a shipping service, a shipping service. Mm -hmm. And their name was H-E-Y-L. Hail. 
And I was thinking about taking a picture of it. I'm just like, I, you know what? Somebody's got to do a better job here, man. Well, what is your deal with finding all these weird... Uh, what, what was the other one that you found? It was... Uh, DTF refrigeration. D- <laughs> That's right. Down to freeze. Down to freeze, baby. Bitches. That's <laughs> brilliant. Brilliant My marketing. My dick is red hot, but I'm still down to freeze. <laughs> I got to come up with an intro. I don't have one yet. Oh. Good. Well, mother flogger. Good point. Yeah. You know what else I don't have? Good quotes by bad people. So all mm. y'all out there are going to have to zook my dick. I'm not sure how we arrive there, but sure. Please. Somebody, <laughs> somebody just look at it. Somebody watch me take care of it. Tyler. It's the only are, way are, I can do it. Are we, uh, are we, are we red circling? Is this game I, of the I penis? Just said, I just said red circle. Look everywhere. at my penis. Um, look at my Tyler. Penis. Yes. I've had some realizations. This show, what is this show other than just a deep peek into my realizations? Diary, Tyler. Ryan. It's not a diary. It's a diary. It's funny you say that, Tyler. Mm. It's funny you say that. Mm. More on that later. Oh, that's not ominous whatsoever. Tyler, we have a secret job that we don't talk about on the show. Are you aware of that? <laughs> yes, I go, I go to the job. <laughs> oh, yeah? Do you, Tyler? Do you really? I mean, I don't have to go far, ah, thankfully. I got to tell you, just uh, the morning drive, not so bad. Um, so here we are on the game of Prenus. <laughs> so we've had, a, you know, we got shut down for a little while. Quarantine, Tyler, COVID, heard of it? Yeah, I think heard everybody it? has it okay. affected everybody. I'm going to get out there on a limb, Tyler, and be like, not that great. Hmm. COVID, not cool. Yeah, one out of five stars. Do not recommend. No. Uh, so the idea is, is that our other job... It got paused for a little bit. It was the reason why we went back to the bar business. Bar business, the job we work in a bar, we could talk about that openly. Absolutely. Why is that? Uh, because with the other job, it is- Drunks, Tyler. They're all drunks. Agreed. And not only that, that one is a Fabergé egg that we are taking yeah. care of. We are rocking it like a baby. And Tyler we don't and let, I are in the CIA. We don't let anybody get near it. No. But with the bar job, it's like- it's basically like going to one of those places where they give you goggles and they just let you smash and everything. And they just let you piss all yeah. over the room. Yeah. Yeah. What is it with you and pissing? Well, you, you know what Are it you is? just spreading your territory now through primordial uh, uh, means? It. It's primal. More on that. And Tyler, you are just lining me up here, bro. More on that in the future. <laughs> we don't talk about this. The normally. reason I wear goggles is because I like to stand on my head when I'm peeing. And I, it burns if you get it up in your retinal area. <laughs> it's sterile, though. So here's the deal. Uh-huh. Our morning job is now coming back. I mean, we've discussed it as a sales job. So that means that money is coming in, Mm -hmm, okay? mm -hmm. Now, what this has done for me is I'm excited. I showed you that I treated myself to a toothbrush holder from Target. Yeah, I'm so proud of you, buddy. Bro, we're making so much money. I've considered. I have not decided on it. I have considered... To stop cutting the sponges in half, Tyler, Whoa. at the sink. Which has made me think, I'm cheap, bro. I'm just having the realization that I'm cheap. Well, for me, the thing that hits me when you say that is the fact that you're willingly changing something that you do normally. Mm. That, to me, is a way bigger story Well, here. I changed that at the beginning of quarantine when I'm mm. like, I am now broke. These sponges... They could be doing double the duty, bro. They could be like like two guys in one stall. They, they could do the double duty and we could cut them. It, it just makes it a little bit harder. It's an oddly perfect analogy. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I totally get what you you're saying. You and a friend going and it back. It worries me a little bit. <laughs> back to back like Batman and Robin on one toilet. So, ew. What? <laughs> 
<laughs> we got to fight him off, Tyler. <laughs> we got to fight him off. So anyway, I've just realized that I'm cheap. You made a comment a long time ago about me making my own hand soap during quarantine. <laughs> Shameful admission. We need a sounder for that. Here's the deal, man. And I'm just going to say this. I I don't do that because I'm cheap. Maybe I do subconsciously. I like using the dishwashing detergent to make hand soap because it cuts grease better than standard hand soap. Am I just saying that? You are the you are the worst version of Tyler Durden anybody could imagine. That's exactly right. I make right. soap, but I definitely don't want to get punched in the uh, face. And I also don't want to touch human fat. It's icky, Tyler. That's, that's true. It it's is gross. icky. Yeah. Um, and yet on uh, animals, when fried to a specific crispness, mm, delicious. Chicharron, Tyler. Mm. Welcome to Miami. Tyler, do you know the Bee Gees? Uh, the band, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Staying alive, staying alive. Yeah, they're dead. Okay, what? Three of four of the Bee Gees are dead. Wow, who knew that they would be doing better than the Beatles? Yeah, the staying alive people are dead, mm. and here is the deal: there is only one Bee Gee left above ground, and his name is Barry. So he'd be like a B Joe now, right? Singular. So you didn't listen to what I said at all. You were just setting up that terrible joke. My brain was going to say it again. I got it. Let's redo it. No, because you were doing your own terrible joke and I was giving you my terrible joke and it hurt me that you didn't <laughs> react to my terrible Can joke. Can you say the joke again? I really didn't hear it. Four Bee Gees, uh-huh, uh-huh. only one left above ground, Tyler. Okay. His name is Barry. <laughs> okay. Now I get it. And that's not even that bad of a joke. That I know. Is, that is actually funny. Yeah, I- funnily. 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 Much that, like the way I drink beer through my butt. <laughs> that is actually uh, a really funny coincidence, It's I would a clever say. observation that it I is. had over the week. It is. That's all I got. Like, mm. I don't know where else to take that. Uh, and finally, Tyler. I, I do have a, uh, a good quote by bad people, by the way. My first one ever. Oh, this actually works out perfectly. So then save it for deep end then, please. Perfect. And finally, Tyler. Mm. Is that annoying? Yes. I'm thinking about changing it up a little bit. Yes, Ryan. Tyler. The Tyler. Tyler. I spoke recently to a man who shan't be named. It was Martin, our stepdad. And Whoa. we were talking about why the family, as a as a, a collective unit, is always joking around about everyone being gay, someone else being gay, or us, the, the person making the joke being gay. Mm-hmm. And he said that he didn't understand it. He, he, he said that it just didn't make any sense to him. Now, I believe that he is feigning ignorance. I believe that that is a universal truth for guys when they're feeling jovial, when they're by themselves, to joke around about being gay. Absolutely. And the ones who don't are the ones who are actually gay Absolutely. and just can't come to terms with it. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. is Now, am I right about that? I know you don't really have the answers here, but I'm just asking what your take on that is. Well, I will say that back in the day, it was- Tyler's like, gay, by the it way. Was- <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it's, it's important. I, I, well, I'm, yeah, yes, it's important. yes, yes, you're absolutely right. I do like the occasional company of a man. Sure, he likes his cocktail stirred, you know what I'm saying? That was well done, too. With a dick. Uh, and you've ruined yeah, it. Yeah, ham-handed. Um, I, was that on purpose? Because that was good. <laughs> Manhandle the ham candle. <laughs> all right, all right. We, we, no, no, no. But now in, just doing a show for ourselves. In, in all seriousness, um... And it is the the language of love between men. Sure, is insults. Is insults. It's 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 intimacy without being intimate. Jovial uh, ribbing, as it were. And back in the day, I think the whole gay thing was a lot more. I don't want to say hate filled, 
but it was a lot more like meant as an insult. Whereas now it's become so ubiquitous and it's become so just general. Now it's like, bro, stop being gay. More yeah. like ubiquitous. Am I right? That was pretty good. Too. How about that? You're man? on a roll, oh, dude, bro. I am on fire. All having like, to do with peni for NBA some reason. Jams. I got dick on the brain time. Yeah. I got dick on the brain. Now here's the deal. There was a time where being gay was an alien sort of situation. And if you were gay, you had to pretend like you weren't. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that's still uh, prominent. Know, I'm sure it's still, yeah, prominent. You're, you're definitely right about that because I, I it's know, hard to accept. I know multiple people that, that, that who have been disowned by their families because of admitting this to well, themselves. If you love your family, then knock it off, Tyler. And now, now the fact of the matter you make is, a specific face when you're going to say something terrible. Is it just my normal face? It's your normal. Yeah, face. <laughs> I am the Godzilla of words. So the now the thing that I would say is when I was growing up, and we've said this. I don't know if I could say the word or not. Maybe we'll bleep it out. Ooh, calling somebody a fag. Oh yeah, and, you could. Well, we're talking. And, about and I'm not calling anybody that, and I yeah. don't mean it in a derogatory term. I'm using it because we're talking about absolutely. It. You're gay. That's gay. Oh, knock it off, fag. Mm-hmm. Th- those are all things that were said, not as a reference to your sexual orientation, but it's almost like you throw like a girl or yeah. you hit like a woman or you, you, your mustache is thick like my grandma's. Mm-hmm. And she it, did have a thick mustache. Oh, my God. She was from Sicily, Tyler. Yeah. She was from Sicily. <laughs> it's a, a beautiful mustache. A hairy people. <laughs> <laughs> so the idea love is- you, Grandma. <laughs> love you, Wella. <laughs> now, the thing is, I hope Dad doesn't listen to oh, this. Oh, God, no. I, hate for, no. I would hate for him to find out that a Wella was from Sicily like this. It would break <laughs> him. Just break him. So um, my question is, I, I think that he's- Lying. I think that he's familiar with some of that information. I bet that he has been in many a locker room growing up. They all joked around about being gay. And if they didn't, he's probably gay. And the fact of the matter is, I think there's a certain point that you hit. Now I'm going into another area that we should we should probably not go into because we don't have the time. This is what we do, Ryan. Tangents. Baby. Oh, podcast. Is this a podcast? Yes, it is. Is this an audio yes. medium that we're videotaping? <laughs> My idea is it feels almost like there's a certain age where you hit where all of a sudden you just forget about what it was like to be a kid. When your kid does the same things that you did when you were a kid, you're mm-hmm. like, you're being an asshole. Yep. When you used to be, I mean, genetically speaking, probably almost that exact same asshole. You could not have said it better. Absolutely. And I think it's an image that we all uh, uh, think of ourselves as, but right. not even portray. It's this thing that we say we are in our heads. It's an illusion. For so many sure. of us, it's not even, for, I know for me personally, just speaking to myself, not even close. For me, it's pretty true. Not a- I'm pretty spot on, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, I'm just that amazing. Like I, I was wearing white <laughs> pants in my period. I am pretty spot on. I had to go a long way to you get really that You really did. It wasn't necessary. Did. That was a bad one. <laughs> can I go back to manhandle the ham candle? <laughs> sure, buddy. You can do whatever you set your mind to. Then let's do the show. <laughs> 